songs just stir you, don't they? They really do. And remind you, mm -hmm. it ain't over. That's right. And the press and the world is asking the questions, is this the end? The end of life as we know it. They've actually talked like that. Yeah. Oh, is this the our normal will never be normal again? Well, they're all abnormal anyway. You know? I don't know what they're smoking up there, but you know, they need to change dealers. <laughs> Because <laughs> they got some wacky weed going. Because it's ridiculous to just give up, and it's just not even American, much less Christian. No, that's right. To act like that, you know. Oh, what are we gonna do? Well, I tell you what, we're gonna do. We're gonna lift up the name of Jesus. That's right. Declare His lordship. <laughs> we declare that we're gonna speak the word. Amen. And uh, we're gonna talk to our air conditioners, or our cats, or <laughs> anything else that yeah, we need to speak to. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Amen. I believe the future's bright. I do too. That's what my confession me. is. It's bright. Hallelujah. You know, so yeah, I'm, I'm just going to gripe a minute about about Facebook and some 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 of my preacher friends that are on there, you know, trying to declare this is the end and this is the mark of the beast that's coming next week and everything. And it's like, would you please, I beg thee, preach the gospel. Amen. You know what? If it is the end, and yeah. it is, this is the best time then sure. to just run up the street and. Get everybody saved that you can. That's right. You know, or the street now is this, is this internet is the street. You yeah. Know? And, but, you know, come on. You know, it's like, well, you know, you know, now this is the end of the, the age and this is what was being prophesied. It's like, would you please, I beg thee, if you have any shred of decency, <laughs> please, if you believe that, then prove it by getting all the people saved that you can. And you're not going to scare them into the kingdom of God, no. please. I mean, I spent my whole growing up at the altar scared to death of missing the rapture and getting the guillotine. And so, you know, uh, I was, I was, I mean, what normal child at nine years old living in Augusta, Georgia, is afraid of a guillotine? I mean, and this is all we heard, you know, is the guillotine is a coming. And please, I beg thee. As a fellow minister, stop with the gloom and doom. Yeah. Let the news people do that. They're experts at it. That's true. And they have even the gloom and doom music and everything. But, uh, you know, thank God some of these, most of these jokers are not on Christian TV yet, you know, with all that. Right. And they're scaring the snot out of people. Right. And, you know, it's the goodness of God that brings men's hearts yes. to repentance, not Gary with a guillotine and a mark of the beast. Come on. I know that's revelations. I know that it's all in there and we'll, you know, it will, it will all unfold and everything. Well, sure. But my God, if we knew the end was coming tomorrow, wouldn't we just call everybody we know tonight on the phone that's not believers and just say, Hey, this is the best time to get in on the kingdom of God. Amen. You know, Jesus is coming. I, I, I'm a rapture believer and yes. those things. And you know, Jesus is, Coming soon and, 
that song was written back in the 40s and seemed so pertinent then because of World War II and all the atrocities on the earth. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought it was over then. Right. And the doom and gloom prophets, you know, sold a book or two, you know, based on fear. Right. And uh, so if you're selling books on it, God bless you. Send me a tithe and I'll forgive you. But <laughs> I'm just telling you. Those of you at church, brace yourselves because the first Sunday, I don't know, I'll be with both guns ablazing, you know, <laughs> gospel guns, the two Bibles, all maybe a two Bible person <laughs> preacher, right? Right. Am, am I am I saying anything that's amiss here? I'm just being pretty bold. No, I think that the church should shine in times like this. Yeah, come on, church. We're here to shine. Time to shine, not not. You know, get on the Amazon list for canned food that's going to last through the nuclear holocaust. This isn't how we're supposed to be going out with the government taking over everything and blah, blah, blah. No, we're going to, this is going to be our finest hour. You just watch. That's right. And uh, say, well, what about the preachers that have even died of this? Well, what about them? You know, they've got their heavenly rewards. You know, praise God. I don't know why some people... Make it and others don't. When you figure that out, then praise the Lord will elect you Jesus. But until then, you know, thank God, you know, I, I, I can't speak for anybody's experience, right? Right, yeah. And I don't even want to rely on my experience. Let God be true in every man a liar, including myself, Yeah. if I'm not agreement, agreeing in agreement, you know, yeah. with his word. Amen. That's right. I don't know, Scarlett, I'm all stirred up tonight. <laughs> uh, something's happened to me. Good, good. Sunstroke or something, maybe. <laughs> and, uh, but I'm, I'm pretty fired up about, yeah. about why do we change what we're saying and preaching to go along with the news out, the news cycle. Right. You know, uh, listen, I have been on this earth now 63 years. And since I can remember, the nightly news has been the voice of gloom and doom my entire life oh, yeah. and what's going to happen in the economy. And, you know, we had one president back there in the seventies that was telling us that, uh, interest rates were going, they were out already at 21% on home mortgages. And they were saying, nobody's going to be able to, I had a, a, a sociology teacher tell me in high school, yeah, that was like 1973, 74. Tell me, you all, your your generation will never be able to afford a home because you're going to all live in uh, apartments like they do in the Soviet Union, and uh, you're going to, you know, because, because the interest rates are going to get so high, nobody can afford them, blah, blah, blah. And uh, lo and behold, if it's one, one president later, and we were, we were paying, you know, five and six percent, you know, right. on mortgages and finally went down to zero percent and one percent and two percent and three and four and whatever it is. And, uh, so that was a lie. I got told and, and I remember kids in my class just thinking, Oh, well, there's just no hope for me. You know, I'm not, I'm not from any money or anything like that. Well, I wasn't either, but you know, right. So yeah. glory to God, you know, I mean, you, you just, you just say, and then about that same time, I personally, you know, just as a young man, started getting into the Word, saw Mark eleven twenty three, and I thought, and I heard Brother Copeland say, remember we had the so-called oil crisis back there then, yeah. too, and oil was going, gas was going up to whatever per gallon, mm-hmm. and uh, and he said, I don't care if it, you hear Brother Copeland, I don't care if it gets to $100 a gallon, if that's what it costs, the Lord will provide it, you know, and, <laughs> oh my God, there were preachers that were so upset over him saying that, 
And it, it kind of bugged me, to be honest. It sounded kind of arrogant, I thought, you know, but the more I got into it and all, I thought he was exactly spot on yeah. with that. Amen. You know, so you know, what do you care? You know, just just now it's so cheap and about giving it away. <laughs> I think they need to pay us to stop and get it because it's under, was it yesterday? Yeah. For the first time in the history of the world, uh, oil was in a negative numbers of value. It was, it's not worth anything. Mm. Isn't that crazy? It really is. I don't even know how they price it now. I guess you're paying the taxes and fees only. Yeah, we're getting the gas for free and we're paying taxes and fees. That's it. Isn't that crazy? So, so, you know, come on. It's always, I remember one time hearing a news report way back there in the late sixties, early seventies. And, and I remember saying to my father, Doc Horton, I said, Oh my God, you know, the world's looking really bad. And he goes, ah, there's always been doom and gloomers, you know, doomers and gloomers and saying negative things. And I didn't mean to get into this tonight, but it's pretty good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. Let God be true in every man a liar. Yeah, that's you know, right. a thousand fall at one side, 10,000 at my right hand, it shall not come nigh thee. Somebody might say, well, that sounds pretty snotty. I'm not very sensitive. It's like, it's Psalm 91. Yeah, come on, you know, right. why do we have to succumb with the world? Exactly. You know, so praise the Lord. And, uh, uh, I don't know. I just got got stirred up with that. Amen. And, so uh, good. I mean, his word's an anchor to our soul. Yeah, I know. And it. that's the stability it brings through whatever situation, circumstances. He is the same. I know. So that so then we can be the same. We know? had we had another president after that. I'm not naming names, so don't guess. But we had another president later, same party as the first one, said, uh, well, gas is now going to be over four. It's going to go to $20 a gallon. And it'll never come down. Remember that? Yeah. And, and now it's like in places it's 99 cents. It's cheaper than you could put, you could run a gas is less expensive than milk. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah. So, you know, don't believe everything the politicians and everybody tell you. Just believe the word. Amen. The word. I'm going to sing a song to go with that. How about that? Name it and claim it. Yes, we are. People. That's right. Grab it, grab it. Blab it, grab it. <laughs> We're not Roger Rabbit or Peter Rabbit. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. You know, that's the truth. That words to that are so good. Aren't they? Oh, David Ingalls good. wrote that. Yeah. The word is working. You know, no matter, no matter, no matter what the circumstances. Mm-hmm. What I feel or see, the word is working mightily in me. You know, uh, just, just, I don't know why Christians, I, I get the world, but I don't know why Christians join in with the, see, here's the testimony cat. <laughs> so it's true, it's true. I don't, I don't know why Christians join in with 
I, I guess it makes us feel smarter. Or I don't know what, you know, that to just join in with, well, science says, and even that's debatable. Well, then the scientists get into arguments with each other, <laughs> you know, and so it's just, uh, it's just, um, something that you don't want to think and act and talk like the world. Now, you know, when we used to hear that preached, it meant, you know, they were talking about, you know, don't dance and drink and smoke and carry on, you know, like the world, mm-hmm. uh, what their view of the world was. But when Paul was talking about it and, and, uh, I remember brother Hagen teaching on that quite a bit to help us, you know, with our thinking. Oh yeah. He says, it's not so much that, you know, there, there might be some things there that aren't good, but he said, it's not so much that it's, it's the way the world thinks Yeah, is everything's run off of the five senses. Right. Everything. Yeah. I think that's a good discussion. It is. You know, and say, well, you must have that sixth sense. It's not, it has nothing to do with sense. Sensing anything. It has to do with making a decision to believe what Jesus and the Bible said about it. That's right. What does God say? Yeah. God says, no plague will come near your dwelling. That's right. Somebody says, well, the plague's too late. The plague's already in our house. Well, run it out. Yeah. There you go. You know. Amen. And declare that you are, you know, more than a conqueror. That's right. We used to sing that old song, Victory in Jesus. It's in Jesus. Yeah. And you're not going to find it anywhere else. No, you won't find it anywhere else. You know, and when the, I mean, I'm telling you, this is the most amazing thing to witness, isn't it? Mm-hmm. When the government, uh, you know, the government, the government says, we're, don't worry, we're going to be your answer. We got all this money that's coming to you. <laughs> and then, you know, a few people get a couple of bucks and the big money, they found out the banks, we've been hearing this, the banks have been sucking that up. For themselves, it's the truth. And so that's all gone. And now they have to wait for, you know, the, you know, our ice cream, uh, congresswoman and with the, she's got dove bars in her, in her freezer. Wonderful. And I'm so glad for her, uh, sister Nancy Pelosi. God bless you. But, uh, I'm telling you, you know, Nancy Pelosi's talking about, well, just eat dove bars. And, uh, and then they're saying, well, the government's the answer. It's like, well, wait a minute. We don't want to send that out too fast. It's crazy. I mean, the government is not the answer. No. And if you're hoping for that, I hope you don't turn purple holding your breath. Why do we do this to ourselves? Well, I think that it's the, this, this age old scenario. Yes. Because the Bible says, don't put confidence in man. Right. Uh, you know, put your confidence in the Lord. Some trust in chariots and some yeah, in horses. That's right. That meant the, 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 the cutting edge military, um, hardware that was available for right. the day. Yeah. The best armies, in other words, some right. put their trust in the military. And, uh, I put my trust in the name of the Lord, our yeah, God. Amen. You, he and, always comes through. And, uh, there's your word for tonight. Yeah. How about that? That's good. And his promises are, Yay. Yes. Yay and amen. 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 <laughs> yay and amen. Yay, yay, yay. Yay, God. And, uh, so the government, you know, is a mess. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't care if you're a Democrat or a Republican or a whatever right now, uh, peace party, green party, purple party, rainbow party, whatever you are, everybody's got to admit that everything's in a mess. And it's infighting and 
the investigator, the investigators are now being investigated by new investigators. I mean, this is like, it's just like, you, you know, Ringling Brothers, Barnum Bailey Circus went out of business here in Tampa due to government regulations that save the elephant people. And uh, so they went out of business, but I think they've just reemerged in Washington, D.C. <laughs> they are the, <laughs> yes, they are the, uh, it's called the entire system is the circus and it's failing. I mean, I, I bless them. I pray for them. I know some of them, you know, I've met leaders and all, I'm not saying they're awful people by any stretch, but I am just telling you, they don't have the answer. Yeah. And, uh, now the medical people are saying, well, you don't really know what to do. Try malaria medicine. I mean, you know, it's like craziness. Yeah. Uh, one guy took fish tank cleaner and that didn't work out, but I'm just saying, you know, it's just like w- one crazy thing after another. So the government fails, the, 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 the medical system is not the answer. The banking is a disaster right now. Now I heard, I saw on the news today that they're talking about the, uh, the food supply is messed up. And um, the 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 number one pork producer, Tyson, they just shut down their largest factory mm-hmm. in concerns over their workers. So I mean, you know, it's like, oh my God, you know, it's the government and then it's the money and then it's the medical and then it's the you know, and all the systems. Some trust in chariots and horses, but we put our trust in the name of the Lord our God. Amen. And um, we're 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 thanking God. Listen, this isn't about us. We're thanking God. For his supply in our life, yes. and, and 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 many people that we know are blessed. But now we're turning our faith towards the nation, and I tell you, if I believe the prayers of the saints have helped this thing yes. not get further out of hand. It's a it's a it's a miracle that we haven't had uprisings. We've yes. had we've had some protests, and that's fine. It's yeah. a right for people to protest what their governors have done and all that peacefully. Uh, now if they start throwing chairs through the, the plate glass at Starbucks or whatever, then, you know, or some other place, then that's different. Cause now you're destroying somebody else's property for, right. and that's your protest. Well, that's called go to jail, my book. Yeah. But I will tell you that, uh, you know, those, that all that stuff, all it is, is the Babylonian system. Mm-hmm. And the clay, the, the clay and the, you know, the, the, all the things and the problem with that all trying to meld together. It's never going to meld together. Right. Yeah. I've sputtered to a close on David Horton's <laughs> soapbox, but I had to tell somebody, get it off my heart. You know, I was reading Esther today, uh, the book of Esther, and I was thinking about the disaster that they were looking yeah. at as a race of people yeah. because the Jews were going to all be destroyed. And, um, and you know, she, she called for prayer you yes. know, for everybody to pray. And then she was kind of led, I believe by God yes. in a plan. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're wondering, you know, what can I do? And I see everything in a mess and I'm, you know, maybe you're scared. I mean, there's been right. times where, you know, it comes against your mind and, but I believe there's deliverance. There was deliverance yes. for her and for her people. Yes. And, um, you know, in the book of Acts, the word pray or praying or prayed was, is about 375 times. 
but but because of their communication with God, they they were they got directions, they got plans, yes. they got um, deliverance in in spectacular ways. Really, angels involved, yeah. and just I encourage you to read the Book of Acts. But you know, Esther saw such deliverance, and not only did she not get killed, and all of her people. But they, but she got a raise. I mean, she got some wealth yeah. headed her way because of of uh, the attack against her. Isn't that something? Yes. So uh, you know, we can believe God for this thing to be over faster than it's predicted, and that there's a harvest of souls, and the churches grow like yeah. never before. Right. And uh, for financial blessing, Amen. Too, you know, that's I think that's where we need to. Keep our attention and our faith, don't you? Yes. You know, the um, the Bible says that, you know, if you're dealing with fear tonight, too, maybe you're just, you're just afraid. I'll tell you one thing that will help you is turn off the TV. Yeah. <laughs> and turn on the Word. That's right. And sit. Well, don't turn off the TV if you're watching us on your TV <laughs> through Apple TV or whatever. But... You know what I'm saying? The yeah. news reports, right? And uh, every it's every night they break down into arguments, and it's always political, and it's just you know agendas being pushed. Mm-hmm. And please, you know, just just turn it off. Mm-hmm. Secondly, uh, know that the Bible says that perfect love casts out all fear, mm-hmm. and uh, fear is an enemy. Fear is actually faith in the wrong thing. Yeah. It's believing for and expecting and waiting for the other shoe to drop, you know, waiting for the bad thing to happen. I just know it's going to happen. I just know it's going to happen. And it's like, why don't you, and and worst case scenario, and uh, I remember someone said to me, I was talking about a worst case scenario for some situation, and someone said to me, why don't you start talking about the best case scenario, (laughs) what could happen? Because it's it's 50-50 chance as far as just chances. But with Christ, we don't have to go by chance. Mm-hmm. We're not in the chance or luck or oh, cross our finger, rub the rabbit's foot, hold our breath. We don't step on the crack. That's right. Don't walk under a ladder. There's a black cat. Oh mm-hmm. my God! You know, come on. <laughs> you know, we're better than that, and we, we know the word better yes. than that, right? That's right. Amen. So we're we're you know the Bible says that perfect love casts out fear. And I think about that. What? Who's that? Who who's got perfect love? Well, my mama was a saint. Yeah, I know, but was her love perfect? Well, Uncle Goober was a saint. You know, well, his his was his love perfect? Well, Doctor Reverend Apostle, believe me, we've got friends that have more titles than you could imagine. <laughs> you know, Apostle Reverend Doctor Prophet and Prophetess. You know, whoever. You know, they said um, they were saints. You know, and they might not have been. Hey, you know, you don't know. But I'm just telling you. That, uh, who's got perfect love? It's not something you try to make happen. That's talking about God. Yes. God's got perfect love. That's right. First Corinthians 13 is not supposed to be preached as some standard that we're to try to live to. It says in the Amplified clearly, love, God's love in us. This is a description of God's love. In yes. Us. Not our love walk trying to make that thing happen. I've tripped so many times on the love walk. You know, I'll probably have a busted chin, you know, from a <laughs> tripping on the love walk, right? But thank God, God's love in us yes. casts out all fear. Praise the Lord. 
If God be for us, who can be against us? Amen. Amen. Let's, let's sing a little song to go with that. Okay. I don't know. I'm all fired up tonight. Good. Amen. Love lifted me.